Good morning, everyone. First things first, two days in a row, do we have good audio? Have I fixed it? Morning, everyone. First things first, two days in a row. Maybe? Have... It sounds okay. <laughs> good morning, everyone. How are we all doing? Welcome into twitch.tv forward slash Plus. My name is Graham Day. This is the man that's called Bibby. Uh, and, Hello. And I feel I feel quite robbed because what Bibby's doing at the moment is playing with a cat. So Bibby's got the enjoyment of a cat, but we don't get to see this. But I mean, come on, bring on the star of the show, Bibby. God. I can't. She's, she's she's rubbing her head on my legs now, so you'll you'll see her in a second. She'll run and jump onto the the windowsill again in a minute. <laughs> uh, but anyway, welcome into Twitch.tv forward slash Plus for another episode of the scoop. For those of you who don't know, my name is Graham, as I've mentioned. This is Bib, uh, as mentioned, and we are Ice Cream Uploads. And in true ice creamy fashion, this is the scoop, the UK's number one video games podcast even if we do say so ourselves. Anyway, we are here to give you our thoughts and our impressions on the biggest, the best, and the breaking stories in the world of video games. We want your thoughts and impressions on our thoughts and impressions. So if you are live in the chat, please feel free to get involved over the next hour or so as we go through those stories. If you are with us live, we do go live each and every single weekday at 10 a.m. Ish on twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads. It's now six minutes past 11. Okay, I genuinely <laughs> didn't realize we've lost half an hour ish or whatever. I know, I know we went for a brew or whatever. Me and Bib spoke like 20 minutes, uh, like 20 past 10 ish. Like, you ready? Yeah, yeah, ready. Um, we did um, actually, we, we looked at something. I can't tell you too much details, but yesterday you may have heard us teasing something that's that's probably a long way off being shared with you guys, but but it's happening. <laughs> it's happening. Yeah. So it's Tuesday, isn't it? It's, we've got we've got a lot to do on Tuesdays, so it's just as and when. I mean, if it was a when, if it was a Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you'd come to expect this anyway. <laughs> but on a Tuesday, <laughs> it's kind of yeah, it's kind of implied that we're going to be late. Yeah, for sure. So anyway, as I mentioned, we do go live at ten a.m. ish each and every single weekday. And if you are live with us, please feel free to get involved in the chat because we turn this live stream on Twitch into a podcast a video on youtube and an audio podcast on itunes spotify soundcloud and google play so if you're in the chat please feel free to get involved as the show goes on give us your thoughts and impressions on behalf of everyone watching and listening on demand a little bit later on first things first exclamation mark loot drop next monday we will give something away um, we haven't actually got the social media asset for this. Do you know? Do you know what? We've kind of teased it, but we're going to tell you anyway. Um, even though we don't have an asset, exclamation mark loot drop is our monthly giveaway. Subscribers get in, entered into a prize draw. One person wins a prize every month. This month's prize, you can probably guess from the teasers that we've been doing for the last couple of days. But <laughs> but this month's prize is a copy of Resident Evil Village, the new game unannounced. You will have it confirmed as being yours on the platform of your choice. Just a standard edition of the game, by the way. Um, on the platform of your choice. So if you're a subscriber and you're in our Discord, your accounts are all linked, you get entered into the loot drop and you win a prize. And this month's prize is a copy of Resident Evil Village. As well as that, I can't confirm exactly what because we're not able to get into the studio, but we have some Resident Evil merch, so we will throw in some extras as well. So mm -hmm. we'll get you a copy of the game on PlayStation, yes. on Steam, on Xbox, whichever platform you want, um, and we'll give you some Resident Evil goodies too. Nice, nice. Do you um, get the option of uh, digital or physical? Uh, yeah. I would just do individual. Uh, I'd, I'd, I would say yes. It kind of... Mm, do you know what? I'm not sure. it comes out like... Five, no. What day does it come out? It's nine days from today. So is it May the 8th? I think it comes out. 
I don't put know. it this way, it's actually cheaper to have it physical than it is digital. <laughs> I mean, for, for, for us, I think it it's about 70 quid of digital. For us, it doesn't matter too much. I mean, a lot of people will prefer it digital, and it tends to yeah. be easier for us in that sense, so we can just get you a code and send it to you. But but whatever way it is, we'll figure it out, and we'll discuss it with you, as we usually do. Um, uh, hopefully, Spike doesn't win, because that will be prize number three <laughs> that he's bagged. Uh, some people have it's never won a loot drop, and Spike's won two. He won the last month's one as well, so there you go. What did He, he chose Outriders, didn't he? He did. He did. He chose yeah, he did, Outriders. Yeah, yeah. Cyberpunk originally in november was it uh december when it came out december he, he won the december one. Oh no actually no he won the was it the january one i think gag had won cyberpunk and then spike may have won the game i don't remember he either december or january we gave cyberpunk away two months in a row so there you go nice um okay i'm gonna butcher this name i i apologize and thank you for being here and sticking uh throughout all of the intro and doing the countdown and stuff but uh how are you uh is it kalianeko kalianeko <laughs> Tell me how it's got to be Nico, hasn't it? It's got to be Nico. Tell tell me how 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 you want me to call you, and I will call you that. I'll get it right. I'll get it right. Well, I tried to get it right. Uh, but anyway, good morning. Welcome into the stream. Ads. Thank you very much for the host as well. Starting the disco early. That's what we like yeah. to see. Anyone that does want to drop a, a a raid or a host or anything on the channel, even a follow, none of those cost you anything, but they do help us out. So anyone that does help host the channel potentially gets us a couple of extra viewers and then does help with the spread of the show. So we appreciate you guys that do that. Thank you very much. Um, Gagad says, good morning, gents. Good morning, dude. How are we all doing? Um uh Okay. I don't know how to break that down. So is that is that Kale or Kale or is it Kalia or is it Kalea or Neko? I say Kale or Kalea. Nico's definitely what what I'm going with. <laughs> so you choose. I don't want to upset people. Well, it's 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 just because it says this is my actual name. So if it, the fact that it's not just like a chosen name for Twitch and it's your actual name, kind of like phonetically sound out for me, and I will pronounce it properly. <laughs> I'll make it my mission to try and get it right because it's your name. It's your name. That's your identity. I want to kind of do at least a half decent job. If I if I can't do a good job, I want to try to do at least a half decent job. Uh, good morning, Mr. Garlic Clark as well. Does anyone want to type exclamation mark Garlic Clark in the chat? I mean, I know it gets typed in fairly often, but if anyone wants to just type it again, then uh, much appreciated. Good morning, Shaggers, he says. Good morning, dude. Good morning. Welcome in to the stream. Um, we have four spicy stories for you today. I mean, it's actually, it's, mm -hmm. it's a pretty good run of news. The thing is, like, obviously, when you're at the mercy of, of the news god some days you get all of the content some days you're scraping the bottom of the barrel some days you just have a little bit of something to go with anyway today the first article alone we have spoken about at length in previous shows so this has the potential to be a very spicy show with just one article covered although we do have four articles and we won't stick to the first one uh for a lot of it but you've you've, you've all been there we go Iceman. that's that's exactly who i had in mind when i said it as well when i said someone usually types uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> he always puts it. He, I don't want to rob him of it. You know what I mean? I don't want to say Iceman. I'll do it because I know he he, he takes great pleasure in posting that command. <laughs> Thank you for the exclamation mark, Alec Clark, in the chat. Um, uh, it's 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 uh, it's the short K like Cal, so it's Kali. It sounds more like Kalianeko uh, than Kalian. Ah, okay, so so is it Kalianeko or is it Kalianeko? Because. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm getting it. I'm going to keep asking you questions until I know what I'm saying. I want to, I want to, I want to nail this. Uh, I'm going to stick with Kalianeko for now. Uh, but if it's Kalianeko, then uh, we can go that way too. Uh, <laughs> sorry, we'll yeah, just I'll... spell it out in phonetics. 
Catlian Echo or Catlian Eco. Uh, <laughs> this is where someone goes, nope, completely wrong. Uh, didn't realise you guys did a pronunciation podcast. Thank you very much, Skewds. <laughs> Good morning, Skewds. Uh, funny thing is, I mean, this I'm article... Re- that... going on. <laughs> this article that we are talking about first, I shared with Bibi this morning, as a result of Skuds, uh sharing it on his feed. That's where it kind of popped up for me. And we do like a, a spicy football gaming talk. Obviously, we do play a lot of football video games. So that is the reason why this has popped up again. And we thought, you know what? This is, it's a spicy me the ball. So we jumped in with that one to um garlic posted this yesterday as well oh did it okay uh, ice cream yeah uh well, in the in the discordian i was too busy i did log into the discord this morning but i was distracted by the um nested scenes video that um return of the mac posted the other day i was like i'm gonna come back to that i'm gonna come back to that i'm gonna come back to that but i watched it finally this morning so i didn't even drop into the uh um the scoop one my bad but yes shout out to gary clark and scuds for both sharing this uh so let's jump in you want to know what it is well i will tell you oh not full screen but uh there we go ea what was this advert at the top get out of the way is it is, is that like David Blaine? Is that who that is? I don't know. Anyway, EA, uh, EA issues <laughs> strong response after leaked FIFA 21. Foot document draws loot box criticism. This is written by Nathan Bliss at the Daily Mirror. So not, an, uh, not a news source that we tend to use very often, but definitely one worth discussing. Uh, EA have issued a response after a leaked document appears to show the company planning to drive FIFA 21 players to FIFA Ultimate Team or Foot from other modes, which has attracted criticism around loot boxes. So EA has responded after a leaked internal document appeared to show plans to drive players to Ultimate Team from other modes in FIFA 21. The document, which was leaked to Canadian news outlet CBC by a, uh, air quotes, gaming uh, gaming insider uh, and is marked as private and confidential, features a number of points around the Ultimate Team game mode, with the document stating that foot is the cornerstone and we are doing everything we can to drive players there. On another page of the document, it said one of their plans was to, quote, drive excitement and funnel players towards foot from other modes and, quote, to drive consistent player journey from POS through foot conversion, end quote, with a document appearing to be an internal EA presentation or EA presentation material, should I say. Um, It appears that the document was created prior to the release of FIFA 21. The first page of the document named Five Things You Need to Know, um... Uh, okay, let me rephrase that just so that you can get the clarity. The first page of the document named, quote, five things you need to know, quote, appears to show EA's strategy ahead of the launch of FIFA 21. The document states that, quote, the team is squarely focused on engaging current players through mid-September, end quote, and that, quote, players will be actively messaged and incentivized to convert throughout the summer. Do you know what? I'm going to drop with the quotes because it's just going to make it an absolute mission because this is a lot of quoting, quoting, quoting. So, um, so the, the second page of the leaked EA document is called Turning Up the Heat with a document containing details about the Summer Heat Ultimate Team promo that was released last summer, stating that the company were exploring cross-platform deep discount aligned with Summer Heat content plus assets to drive consistent player journey from POS through foot conversion. Um, Like the first document, the second page has five major bullet points with additional annotations. One of the points shows the phrase "All uh, all roads lead to foot with an additional statement underneath which reads Content teasers and targeted Aruba messaging will drive excitement and funnel players towards foot from other modes. 
The inside, oh, scrolly, scrolly. The insider told CBC that they didn't wish to be identified, fearing professional repercussions, but they did have a lot to say about their thoughts on Ultimate Team and the reasons for leaking the documents. The unnamed source commented that although EA has consistently stated that the Ultimate Team game mode and the in-game purchases, such as loot box that are connected with the mode, are completely optional, they were shocked to see EA doing everything it can to steer players into the mode from other modes. Quotes, uh, we can't really do anything about it because at the end of the day, the company is trying to make money and satisfy investors, the insider told CBC. You can play without spending a dollar, but you'll learn it takes a long time to earn coins and you'll get frustrated pretty fast. Grinding, uh, air quotes, in video games is slang for doing the same monotonous task over and over again to the point where it's no longer fun. It seems like EA games are designed to be boring, to be a grind, and to encourage people of all ages to spend money on cards packs. For years, they've been able to act with a layer of plausible deniability. Yet, in their internal documents, they're saying, this is our goal we want people driven to the card pack mode um so this is a very long article but it does take a few different tangents so just stick with us for now uh, loot boxes which feature as packs within the ultimate team game mode are highly controversial but remain completely legal in the uk united states canada and across most of the world let me just fast forward so um no i won't fast forward because it actually kind of helps with the uh, the the positioning. So loot boxes are a feature within video games that involve opening a mystery box or pack that can be obtained through the use of in-game currency or real-life money. When opened in foot, the loot boxes or packs contain a random collection of in-game player items. Depending on the type of pack or loot box opened within foot, the percentage chance of obtaining rare player items can change dramatically. Research commissioned by the GamblerWare charity found that 93% of children who play games, uh, up to 40% opened loot boxes, and that 12 out of 13 studies on the topic have established unambiguous connections to problem gambling behaviour. In 2018, Belgium banned loot boxes. Okay, fast forwarding. The UK government is reviewing. Okay, fast forwarding. Uh, regarding the release of the leaked document and the Gaming Insider's comments... Uh, an EA spokesperson declined an interview request from CBC and would comment on the document, stating that the document was... Quotes, marked privilege and uh, privileged and confidential. It was being viewed without context and interpretations, uh, interpretations of what it says are misinformed. EA, uh, however, EA has now made the following statement. This is the reason why I'm sticking with this article because there's loads of different tangles and there's a lot of content in it. Anyway, this is EA's statement. Quote, we make games to be fun and enjoyable for large global audiences. FIFA is one of the largest games in the world with, in, with an incredibly vibrant and engaged community, said EA. FIFA Ultimate Team, FUT, has been part of our FIFA games for more than a decade. Tens of millions of passionate fans from all around the world love the experience, the connection to the real-world sport, and the fun and excitement of competition that it provides. We seek every day to provide players with content choices that fuel their excitement and connection to the sport and their friends, which is why we're so disappointed in a recent media report about FUT, which ignored important information and context, the result being a sensationalised story with misrepresentation of the facts. The facts are... Um, we always look for opportunities to introduce more players to game modes, uh, to modes in our games. Our FIFA players are expecting fresh content that makes the service exciting, so that's a constant focus for us. Uh, for us, we do not 
push people to spend in our games. Where we provide that choice, we are very careful not to promote spending over earning in the game, and the majority of FIFA players never spend money on in-game items. Summer is a very active time in our foot community, and we ensure more of our new content and community events in the game are centred there. The new uh, the new content that we introduce throughout the year includes extensive non-monetized rewards. Decisions to spend are always entirely optional. Nothing in the leaked document contradicts this in any way. It shows how we are supporting engagement in our game during the summer period, not spending. We take very seriously our responsibility to provide a player's... Uh a safe and fun experience. We don't encourage young players to spend in our games and we strongly recommend the use of family controls to manage the content that children allow to access, their ability to spend in games and how much time they can play. Our EA platform for PC games also includes dedicated child and teen accounts so that all of our players and their parents can make informed choices about how they play. And tools like FIFA Playtime help players take control of how they play, including the ability to set limits to manage their engagement and purchasing. We also firmly disagree that FIFA or any of our games involve gambling. Regulators in multiple countries around the world have stated publicly that uh, what that where there is no cash-out method, loot boxes do not constitute gambling. We take great care to ensure that our games are played as designed, including by taking action against those who violate our rules against trading outside the game. I think that's that's a good enough spot, I think, for us to stop. I know we're pretty much at the end anyway, but we'll leave it there because there's a lot a lot to go over uh, just as that's happening mr tharian drake with a raid of 14 good morning everyone from mr tharian drake stream how are we all doing i say morning it's 21 minutes past 11 for us it's probably 21 minutes past mega early for you but that's fine it's okay <laughs> welcome in we appreciate you all being here tharian drake, once again thank you very much for the raid uh, we are just starting we've just gone over our first story of the day and we're just starting to pull it apart when i say just starting we haven't even started to pull it apart the issue that we are talking about though is fifa the uh, the football game made by ea sports a, a document an internal document about how they plan to push players into the ultimate team game mode and having a major focus on loot boxes how that has drawn a lot of criticism that's what we've kind of gone over anyway babe a lot to unpack in the article but what are your initial thoughts yeah. Uh, so my initial thoughts are: you could literally take out FIFA's name and put any given sports game at any point. Um, it doesn't matter what sport it is; you could insert that in there, and it's exactly the same business model. I mean, there is mobile games out there that are free to play, so you don't have to pay an upfront cost for it. But they will have a very, 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 very high point of microtransaction sales being come through there. They will be a very profitable company by having microtransactions in their game because someone's paying for something to eventually get somewhere, whether or not it be through opening a pack or buying a skin in Fortnite. Someone wants the desire for something. Now, I agree with it. The only thing that separates, I think, Fortnite from... I mean, even PUBG to a, to a degree as well. The only thing that separates those from the loot box mechanics is the fact that you are actually buying something to get something out of. I don't think... In Fortnite, I mean, they could have been injected this this season because I haven't played it yet. But there isn't a point where you could put five pound into the game and then not know what you're going to get in out of it. You have a pain for the season pass, or you're paying for a skin. But any sports game, and it seems to be heavily focused on sports games at this moment in time. Well, sports games are the ones, whether or not it be uh, NBA, whether or not it be wrestling, whether or not it be football, American football, hockey. Um, 
I'm fairly certain there'll be a lacrosse game out there that does the exact same thing. It genuinely doesn't matter about what kind of microtransactions they have in the game. Somewhere down the line, insert whatever company, whatever game, and you've got the same business model. That's just how it is. That's the nature of the beast at this moment in time. Um, but yeah, I mean, this isn't surprising to me. I would like to know who the sources are because this is the kind of this is the same kind of conversations that we've been having now for the last three years. This shouldn't be anything new. I don't think there was anything in that article that give us a rundown or a I don't know. We actually we didn't even see the presentation that they was talking about. So this could be absolute bullshit, but it also could be highly accurate. But we kind of already know this. See, I'm <clears throat> I I don't doubt that this is an an article that exists. Actually, you know, let me jump back up. There was a comment that I kind of half read as I was going through from Mr. T, but the article required so much reading that the comment has gone now. There we go. Mr. T, good morning. Uh, says, is this, is this so shocking, though? Um, it's their moneymaker. Of course, they want to funnel players there. Just like Konami would want to funnel players to my club, whether you like it or not, this just makes sense. I don't get the OMG around it. Uh... Okay. Why is David talking about alarms? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but no, no, I agree. I agree. I do. I don't see this as um, something particularly shocking for me in that sort of sense because you will have a lot of things that you will put into internal documents that absolutely 100% do not contradict, but the, the, the kind of a juxtaposition with what a community wants. So I... Um, just like Mr. T uh, will, uh, has as well, I have views of things from a community angle and from a brand angle. Obviously, we do work in the video games industry uh, for multiple brands, so we see a lot of documents that are written purely from a business perspective. Um, and whilst every business will want to be seen to be working on the best interests of their community, naturally, that's where the juxtaposition is. You have to wear two caps as a company, which is why being a community guy for for on the front line of any of the biggest gaming communities is is ridiculously difficult, is because you have to wear both caps then. You have to mirror and, and satisfy the needs of the community whilst also delivering on the needs of the business. And this document from EA, I do feel some uh, like sympathy towards the EA's guys in terms of, there was bits at the bottom of saying this article was shared, with, uh, this document was shared without context. Um in terms of you're just kind of saying funneling everyone into Ultimate Team. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that as such. Um, pushing people into the ult Ultimate Team game mode that allows the business to be profitable, that's where they make their money. Just in any sort of stuff. You go to a shop, um, they're going to have signs of their, their soup of the days or whatever like that. That's stuff that they've got cheap or stuff that's a bit more expensive because they want to sell you that stuff. That's just business. So that stuff, I'm not bothered about that stuff. Um, it kind of makes sense. Um, do I like that, though? No. No, I don't. I I, I mean, I do not play Ultimate Team. I, I don't play any real uh, game that requires in-game purchases of that ilk. The, the only regular in-game purchases I do are in PUBG, uh, and that's because it's a season pass where I get a guaranteed return on investment. I do not invest in G-Coin in PUBG, for example, to open the crates. 
i.e. loot boxes, because that's what they are. It's a gamble. I mean, I know that they're saying it isn't, and I know that there's all sorts of technical terminology in there that, where they kind of say, actually, the fact that you don't get a cash out at the end means it's not gambling. You go to a casino, you put 20 quid in, you get your chips, you go put them on a table, you gamble your chips, you get a big wad of chips at the end or not, and then you can cash them out and get your money back. That's gambling. But because you don't get your money back out of this, it's not gambling. And I... This is where I feel like I feel like the regulation is a problem, though. So the fact that EA want to push people into it is not a problem for me, but it's 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 what it is that is my problem. And once again, they've basically come out. Well, they've come out and said that this is not gambling. The fact that we're pushing people into this um, is fine. And I, do you know what? You're fine. You absolutely right. The fact that they're pushing people into um, Ultimate Team is fine by the letter of the law. Is Ultimate Team Gambling legally the right? Letter. <laughs> the letter. Uh, right now, is Ultimate Team Gambling? No, it's not. You might think it is. I might think it is, but is it gambling? No. So EA aren't, aren't legally doing wrong. You could, and this is where it gets a bit more ambiguous until it's in the letter of the law, you could um, say whether they are morally doing wrong um, and that's, I think that's where it comes from. The fact that EA are pushing people into it and saying it's not gambling, obviously that's where the juxta, uh, the real juxtaposition is. It's, it's That's where the contrast is. You get kind of a free pass in saying, look, this is, this is business practice. We have a game mode that people love. It's our most popular game mode in terms of number of hours played, in terms of number of invested users, and in terms of finances. It makes absolute sense for... EA to be pushing people into foot. I, the bit, though, that, that kind of brings the criticism on them for me is that once again sort of like... It's, it's the only thing they can do as well. So in fairness to them, it's the only thing they can do to puff their chest out and go, nope, it's not gambling. It's not gambling at all. Because what they're going to go, yeah, I know we do want you to play and it is a bit gambling, but it's all right. They're not going to say that. That's all That's all they can say. Um, but yeah, there was... the the. The bit that drew my attention to it, though, I liked the post a minute ago, just so I could save it to come back to it. Wait, see if I can find it. It was one of Scuds' posts. There it was. And this is... You will you will recognise the image um, because it's something that we covered, I think, last year. Um, so if I bring this up on screen, this is... Um, there you go. The image in this article down here is from a Smith's uh, magazine. So we covered this... I think it was October, November, maybe December-ish. But step two of um, their recommendations was step one, start playing Ultimate Team. Step two, use FIFA points to open packs, which and this is where all of the criticism comes from, kind of in terms of legally, it's not gambling. Not yet, it might be in future, but right now, there is no, it's black and white. It's not gambling right now, legally, fact. But then they got, but you don't even need to gamble. You absolutely can play this game without the need to invest money. The grind is 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 part of the fun. You don't need to do it. But obviously, we've covered it previously. Uh, we're opening up old wounds. The fact that they're pushing you into using FIFA points off the bat, that shows you that, yeah, it's one team not speaking to another team and so on. But if they're having internal documents and their focus is to push people towards putting money into the game, you do not need to put money into the game. But for the majority of people, it's not super enjoyable to, to play it without putting money into the game. Most people that I know that do not put money into video games will happily start FIFA with 80 quid of coins, of points, or whatever the fuck they're called to start for the season. I do not know any other video game that will make my mates do that. Okay, 50 quid, 60 quid for the game, 80 quid for my 
points to start myself off. Yeah, yeah. That's why anyway. I just play Volta. Yeah, I'm one of the very few people that enjoy it. Um, uh, let's jump back up through the comments. Anyone else want to talk about Volta? We, it's, it's a shame we don't have the Volta alarm anymore. We used to have that all the time. But it's, I mean, <laughs> it needs to be like a seasonal alarm. When when FIFA comes out, we'll have a Volta alarm for about six weeks, and then Bibby gives up on it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I've just seen Scud's comment then about it being the game model of the loot boxes, the gambling for me, the fact that we're having this conversation about a three plus game. There's a lot of things that I can go into regarding that. And the, the top and bottom of it is, I know this is going to sound so shit. I don't have kids, but if it's a gambling game, fair enough. The three, the, the three plus is a little bit of a hit and miss thing, but the kids shouldn't be able to have access to that. Anyway, if you was, I don't know, cause I've never set one up, but is there parental controls on your console for kids not to be able to access any kind of monetary part of the video game without it being having a card in there. So for instance, if I had a child who's eight years old and was massively into Ultimate Team and they was using their own account, but I put parental controls on there, is there a way that I can stop them from accessing card information? Yeah. Because yeah. that's how you stop it. Because it's the same way as them not signing up to Skybet. But that's ultimately. kind of that's kind of, the thing is though, is like you don't need Skybet to watch the football kind of thing sky bet is something different um it's a flawed analogy but but no i completely agree w- with what you're getting at you don't need to have the payment stuff in there kids can play it. you can set it up so they can't go off and purchase things but arguably you are it's, it's it, there is what's the word i'm looking for it's more difficult to play the game without that finance it's engineered in a way that that finance is it's it's not paid to win, but you can understand why people would say it's paid to win. You absolutely can. It's guaranteed not paid to win because you can do it without paying. It's been proven many, many times. Just because it's been proven that you can doesn't mean that it's as accessible. It's as easy. You, yeah. There is a benefit for the paying to win uh, prospect. So, so yeah, absolutely. Um, good morning, However, Jenkins. Well, I'll read. Sorry, sorry, I got big. We're, I saw we're, Jenkins got excited. We're, <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about it like kids should be entitled to be able to spend that money within the game anyway though like when i was that age you know ultimate team wasn't even a thing but if i couldn't afford a game then that was it like if i wanted to get something on runescape i couldn't afford it like it's just the way it is why why are we talking about it like kids should be entitled to be able to spend this money in the game anyway if they've got no access to card information they might have a a bit of a bad time but we're kind of looking for there's, there's always horror stories about kids getting their mum and dad's card information and spending like two grand, whether or not it be on Fortnite skins or a million packs within the game. Like There is no way that kids should be entitled to do this anyway. If that's the case and it's a free plus game and they get locked out, what <laughs> tough shit. Like, they're not allowed to go into a bookies. They're not allowed to go into a pub. What, what more can you do? The, like, th- the thing is, though, they're not... not allowed to go into a bookies in a pub, but you don't stick a bookies inside a nursery. You don't build a pub or have a draft pump inside a nursery. And it's like, I know that looks really good. And we know we kind of kind of saying, oh, that would make... I would fucking love that. Yeah, fucking tell me, <laughs> tell me about it. But, but uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's the uh, the kind of overlying thing is, okay, you can you can play it. You can do all of this cool stuff. Um, okay, you can have a really crap tap next to the, the big pump with all of the amber nectar inside it. But yeah, you'll get some, not even Vimto, you'll get like Vonto. You get some knockoff version that's mm. just not quite as good. <laughs> Ribena. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, you, you still have access to the entire mode 
Like fair enough, it might be a little bit more grindy and stuff like that, and you might not have the entire excitement because you can still open packs. Don't forget, you can still get coins and you can still open packs. Like you're a child. Like if you want to use your pocket money, that's absolutely fine. I understand where everybody's coming from, but I still always think it's a it's a duff argument because kids, if they take, take the mums or dads cards or whatever and they spend it that kid's a little bastard he doesn't deserve to be anywhere close to that anyway it's not because he's missing out he's just a fucking little thief in bastard and i wouldn't be surprised if he's robbing stuff from the local corner shop but he, the, the kids can still have access to all of this stuff without the gambling element into it and i know this is definitely me playing devil's advocate with this stuff and i don't honestly agree with everything that's coming out of my mouth i'm literally just saying it's the other side of the coin i don't play foot so i've got maybe no it's, maybe it's full on talk sport and you, you always get like goffy and durham or whatever but, and one of them just goes yeah. no fuck you i love racism <laughs> in football and you're all like what the fuck <laughs> so baby's doing that by the way but yeah but no it is it um, they, they can still play the game mode they don't have to spend money I know it's it's a, it's an easy way of trying to build a team and having that excitement of again you it, it, you say it's a flawed argument it absolutely is but the excitement I get from going into a casino because I know if I go in with like hundred quid I know I'm not going to walk out with anything but that's my money I'm willing to part with but me putting a quid into a fruit machine or whatever and then coming out with two hundred pound that's exciting they may rob themselves off that in terms of using their mums and dads or their own video credit cards if they've got a gambling problem but the, ultimately if that's the if this is the if this is the point that we're trying to make, that it's a free plus game, they can still play the video game mode. They're more than happy to be able to do that. It's just they don't have access to be able to spend somebody else's money that they haven't earned. The thing is, though, is like you can grind it and so on in game, but is is even that is even that okay? Uh, the fact that you go to a casino and you take a hundred quid, that is mature, and that is already kind of devoid devoiding the point the fact is that these kids by definition are immature they haven't matured so they need to be protected the fact that you have made the decision to take out 100 pound and that is your threshold isn't even something that all adults can do mature people don't necessarily have that level of financial maturity gambling has been proven to be addiction so if you give it to someone that oh, yeah. doesn't have the facilities to to fight that addiction i.e kids and if you say okay you just play play smash your hours smash your hours and gamble and gamble you got nothing but you can try again if you if you just do this and you and smash your hours and blah, blah. oh but actually do you know what it took you about three four hours to do that you can just put eight quid on it. you can just do it again yeah. and that's <laughs> it's the oh but your next one i might win it next time that prime icon pele ronaldo i don't know if that's the right right words by the way prime moments icons or something i don't know it's something like that you can tell i don't play fifa but um that's the point is it's it's building those mm. gambling behaviors in people that don't have the necessary levels of maturity i mean there was a good bit yeah. in the actual article that, that touched on that I'm, I'm, I'm gonna quickly look to try and find it but it's the longest article in the history of long articles so <laughs> casinos don't have that though don't forget like it, 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 if you was to walk into a casino they have no idea that you may have a gambling problem but are still happy to take money from you like uh, there's no way that you can stop that from people like but they do have legalities to protect that in terms of if you go to a casino you are more likely to be at risk of gambling exploitation if you are under the age of 18 i know that's a, that's obviously a generic number but it's a number that's been recognized by mm -hmm. governments around the world as being a cut-off age so gambling do have some filters and also for most um casinos and things like that if you let them know in advance 
Say if you go to stay in a hotel that has a casino in it and you say, look, I, ha- I have a gambling addiction, they will cut you off. Um, you can override it, I think, or something like that, but they- basically they have, I've never looked into it, but they have put things in place that will allow you to be protected and they will act on your behalf. You need to give them the consent to do that kind of thing, but they will say, nope, you're not having this. And or that you let them know you're an alcoholic, they will unstock the minibar and restock it with with milkshakes and things like that. So that kind of, that's, that's kind of thing, like... Some people know that they don't have, and maturity is not the right word for this because it makes people sound immature because they are addicted. It's not what it is, but just because of the context of where I've used it before, I'll say immaturity. If people know that they are immature, they can ask casinos and hotels and whatever to act on their behalf for this. Children don't even know that they're immature because they're not mature enough to know that they're immature in that sort of sense. So this is what I found a bit here anyway. Research commissioned by the GamblerWare charity found that... Of the 93% of children who play video games, 40% of them open loot boxes and 12 out of 13 um, studies on the topic have established unambiguous connections to problem gambling behaviour. So 40% of children are doing loot box stuff and almost all of them have led to gambling problems. I know that, obviously, that's my take. You You can tell. From my take that I don't, I mean, I don't play loot box anyway. If I if I played games that had loot boxes in them, maybe I'd have a different stance. But for me, reading that sort of information, I'm thinking, okay, well, I don't need it. Don't need it. I would rather me and my daughter play Fortnite and pay for a skin, pay for a battle pass. I would be firmly in the camp of that because I know that that is something where, I, I mean, she's, she's 11. I'm pointing like she's here. She's at school now. She's no longer locked in the house. But, but <laughs> I, I know that she will see the value of money much more being an impressionable 11 year old that okay that skin is 4.99 so if you want it you have to do four pound 99s worth of work as opposed to that player is potentially 79p okay it wasn't 79p do you you try again okay Mm -hmm. it wasn't 79p do you try again okay it wasn't 79p oh it was 79p this time so that player was only three pounds something or whatever um and she's like oh no result pretty cheap but the next player's 48 quid and the next player's 250 quid, and and the next player's only only fucking £1.58 or whatever, £1.38, or I can't remember, I can't do maths, £1.58, I think it was right first time, I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but yeah. But you yeah. See, this, is, this, is a, this is another thing, isn't it? Like, we've, I, I have been subconsciously gambling since I was probably six or seven. Like, it wasn't Ultimate Team back in my day, it was Panini stickers and kinder eggs and whatever else that i could get my hands on that i just uh, if you had a sticker book of i don't know pokemon cards so we, we've always been subconsciously gambling i'm just one of the lucky few that hasn't been able to you know i've got an addictive personality and i know this is i i, I blocked all of my gambling accounts way back when i did one of the five to one thousand gambling things and i got to like 40 pound put it on some fucking iranian second division team and then ended up losing the 40 quid. I thought, do you know what? This isn't for me. This isn't my bag. If I wanted to lose 40 pound, I'd rather go to a casino because I know two pound blackjack hands. I'm going to enjoy that a lot more. So I cancelled all of mine. But when I was a kid, I'd all I wanted was Panini stickers for my sticker book collection. I, w- I mean, I wouldn't be able to do that again now, but I know it's going to cost me a lot of money. The thought of going in and spending 30 pounds and then honey and then getting a shitload of trades and then having to go out and spend another 30 pounds and another 30 pounds. It doesn't frighten me. I just much rather spend money elsewhere doing other things. So it's it's a lesson learned for a lot of people, and that's easy to say when I don't have a gambling habit. But ultimately, 
not everyone can help you. <laughs> and I know that sounds horrible, but you've got to seek help yourself. If that's, a, if that's an area that you think you're getting into, I'm lucky enough that I have mind that can help himself and stop himself from doing stuff like that before it gets to a degree where I think I'm going to lose a lot of money. I'm going to spend money on stuff that I shouldn't. A lot of people don't have that, which is why they have gambling problems, which is why they have alcohol problems, which is why they have problems so you, with other areas of their mind. You, you've got that good level of self-awareness that you've been able to put things in place to stop you from being susceptible to any of those elements, be that using your gambling mm -hmm. accounts or whatever. So you have that level of self-awareness, to use the word that I've used previously, and shoehorn it onto that. So you have the maturity there. Um, is the issue then the fact that... Um, I mean, it was mentioned in the chat. I don't know if it's Scuds or Mr. T. It may have been both. Is the issue then the fact that... Not the fact that these games allow for loot boxing of that of that style because that is arguably very enjoyable for a shitload of people um is it the fact that it's accessible to people that don't necessarily have the maturity to be able to deal with that is that three plus um yeah. sticker on the box is that the problem it's both in it it's both because there's there's two elements to the game if you was to have an under 18s version of the game where it's just free to play that's already in the game that is already in the game. You don't have to spend a penny. If you are under 18 and you don't have the facilities to be able to generate your own money through a job or you are just young or you're young and under 14, you can't get a job yet. You can only get a paper and you don't have a bank account, blah, blah, blah. Or if you have a problem where you're 18 or 18 plus, playing the game probably isn't in your best interest or not put it having your your credit card on the account is probably not in your interest i am definitely not the right person to be able to speak to speak about this all i can speak is from my own experiences i would never want to speak for anyone else when it comes to gambling or um alcohol or anything because i don't have those problems it'll be rude for me to be able to do that and speak on behalf of people who do have these problems but if you was to if you are young and impressionable anyway if you want a free-to-play version of the game that's already in there and this goes for all sports games or any games that has microtransactions whether or not it be a mobile game or what that version of the game for fifa specifically are already in there it's just part of the main mode now i know it's one of the things about it being the playground that people will have, I don't know, £50 put aside for them or someone will get pocket money without even having to fucking lift a finger. Someone will get 20 quid a week from the grand and grand and they'll put it straight into the video game. My brother was exactly the same. He was mad on Fortnite skins. He's now doing the same with Rocket League. Um, so it, the only way he can get that is by doing stuff for me, my nan, my mum. That's the only way that I can give him money. I prefer not to give him the money to be able to put into the video games, but if that's what he gets his kits from, who am I to say otherwise? See, um, but see, he's monitored. That's not. I mean, it's absolutely monitored. And so the thing there, though, is like he's still getting a return on his investment. He's putting his money into getting something back. He's not putting his money into chance. Um, so if you if you gave him, or if he was playing FIFA, he'd be still doing the same. It's just that he has no interest in football whatsoever. But it's it's that extra step though. From your point, you're just giving him fifteen quid and he's spending it on video games. But from his point, it's it's the behaviours that come as a result of that. So if he puts his money in and he gets what he wants back, that is a transaction. If he puts his money in mm -hmm. and has a chance of getting his, his, his money back, that's surprise mechanics or gambling. If you're in a casino, they'd call it gambling. That's, mm -hmm. that's kind of how that works. Uh, I know obviously you can't cash it out, but the, I mean, the, I do get the similarity with Panini stickers and things like that because I used to have Panini stickers and, and um, uh, had them for many years. 
and and even like the last World Cup, I think we got we all got them in the office because they were free in the uh, the spa around the corner. So naturally, yeah. we all started with that. Obviously, get, kick off the gambling addiction. Uh, but but um, the thing with that though is you have something at the end of it. You have something that you will then keep. It's not something that's that's tied to a specific uh, game. It's something that you can trade, and every sticker mm-hmm. has the same value. Um, if you open up. Uh, a, a sticker uh, collection and you get um i don't want to think someone that's not like a, a ronaldo or messi let's say you get gabby gabby jesus gabby jesus oh yeah forden there you go you get you get phil forden in a football game he is let's say he's 87 overall and i get uh titus bramble who's four overall um in a football game nobody will ever think of i don't want the so bramble has no value forden has an in-game numerical value whereas in a sticker collection it's i need that to put in the space in my book i'll trade you nice boom that's it instant trade everything has the same value shiny is obviously i mean you could there, there were unwritten rules as how that worked some people would just do a shiny and uh got got need i need that phil forden you can have my my shiny ronaldo for it others will be like yeah but i've got shiny ronaldo that's like 10 stickers that whatever people did make their own sort of economies based off of that yeah. but the underlying principles were that they were all yeah. the same there was no weighting um or additional values to that sort of stuff so you <clears> could get six stickers or seven whatever it was and they all had a set value unless they were shiny um Unless they had that like free packet of like medium fries from McDonald's on the back of it, then that yeah. stuff was big things. Yes, I will take that, please. Uh, yeah. But like they all had the set value. Whereas if you open up a pack on foot, there is a good chance that whilst there is value on them, there's a good chance that you will get nothing in there. You can get less than you've actually put in for, uh, in theory. So that's where it, one of the, I mean, there's all sorts of, but you can unpin it. We'll probably get ready to start putting the pin into this conversation because if not, we'll be here for hours. But, but yeah, what what do you guys think? Yeah. I'm asking as if you've not been giving your thoughts. The chat has been rolling. <laughs> I know that there's a lot to go back through. I probably will miss some comments. Just saying it now. I'm going to go back through and try, hopefully pick out some of the best ones. Um, uh, but yeah, what were you going to say then, babe? Older, I think that what this comes down to is whatever your agenda of it is, whether you're for or against it. I don't think we're ever going to see the end of this unless something comes in and there's a regulator that comes in and says, right, you're not doing that right. They're not doing right. This is going to be best practice and our best practice gets rolled out raw games. We are never going to see the end of this. So there will always be two sides of the coin. For me personally, I don't, I don't, I don't have a gambling problem or anything like that, but I don't play online video games a lot. Like I'm just, I'm, I tend to be shit at them. So I tend not to spend that much time with them. I'm much more of a single player game. So this is, I haven't really got, again, a dog in this race, but I do hope at some point there is a regulator that comes in and tries to look at everything. You will never please everyone with this. You will genuinely never please everyone because there is content creators out there that create thousands and thousands and thousands of pounds worth of revenue for themselves by putting thousands and thousands and thousands of pounds worth into this game. So you're going to piss them off. You're going to be pissed, pissing off people who don't have a problem that have 40 or 50 pound a month to be able to put into the game that they play all year and that's what that that's what they spend with their free time they'll come home from work they'll play it they're happy to spend 50 pound a month because the, the, it's excess money you'll piss them off and then there's obviously the, the 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 fact that the game is a three plus with these gambling mechanics within the game 
you you're looking after those, but alienating everybody else. So there is always there is always a give and take with this. You so are never going to please everyone. Is the happy medium then that the game should have foot elements and packs and stuff in it, but that should be behind an age wall? Uh, is that what it is? Should should it be? It's in there now. What's that? It's in there now. How do you mean? In, in... Because you can you can play the free to play version of this game. And i.e. you obviously bought the game, but you can play foot now without putting a penny into it, regardless of what age you are. Yeah, in in and this is where the level of plausible deniability comes in for EA. The fact that you technically can, is that plausible deniability? Is that going, well, there is, you can play it for free, but can you play it to its extreme? Uh, can you can you do everything in there? Are you likely to get the team that you want without like being held at fate. Yeah, if you play it for long enough and you do enough uh, dealing, if you do enough trading, if you do enough of the SBCs and stuff, you will you will get to a point where um, where you will get the team that kind of resembles mm-hmm. something that you want. But is that where yeah, we want to need a two different things? Don't forget. Uh, well, yeah, exactly. But but let's stick with one. The team that you kind of want. I mean, that's the point. Um, you, you play a game to get to what you want to be. I want Ronaldo, Messi, if we're obviously forgetting the icon situation, Ronaldo, Messi, potentially Mbappe up front uh, and then that kind of thing. I mean, okay, well, they're all super, super rare. So it's, I need to be super, super lucky or do shitloads of grinding to get to that point just because you can do that the point I'm saying is then should should this be a case of okay that sort of stuff where it's very heavily weighted should that be behind a paywall because there is there is a need for this there is a need for this content just because it's something that i don't want chloe playing and i don't want to play myself doesn't mean that people don't enjoy it there's a reason why content creators open packs at a lot mm-hmm. of the time not playing games and a lot of content creators will tell you the reason they open packs is because they make gameplay content it'll get 100 views or 1,000 views. And we'll stick with 100 because they're easy numbers. They'll make a video, it gets 100 views. Uh, they make a video, you're doing packs, it gets 1,000 views or whatever. They get more views on the packs than they do on the gameplay content because everyone can watch gameplay. Not Nobody can get like that. The thing with the, with the pack opening video is you essentially get a microcosm of the the enjoyment of football you see the players you recognize them you know what their values are you can see the excitement of the players and you can relate to that or the dis- uh, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the content creators and you can relate to that or the disappointment and you can relate to that as well um so there's arguably a, a reason for this this content has an undeniable place in the world you can argue that fifa wouldn't be as big as it is if if it wasn't valuable content so i agree so should that content exist, but should they be looking at a more child-friendly version of foot? It almost seems like there's two sort of tracks in my mind. The way I'm kind of like going down this in my mind is now is you should be able to play the free-to-play foot that's not in the same realm as as the pack stuff because can I, you play career mode, you it, it, you can get you can build your team and you can yeah very nice. So that's kind of what you want with foot, but but obviously not as predictable. Um, but you can't really do that, really, without some form of investment. Other than that, it's it's the grind. And the grind, by definition, again, isn't enjoyable. Uh, if we're going by the definition that they put in this article, by the way. A grind is playing something so much that it becomes not fun. Um, but that's part of the process. And you want to play foot because it's fun. And it arguably is fun for a lot of people. But if you have to grind it, then you've lost the fun just to get to what you want or what you need. Arguably, both of them are behind the grind wall kind of thing. Yeah, grind wall sounds like some sort of... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, anyway, okay. Okay, you get you get where we're coming from. 
you can kind of get the points that we've kind of been making. Let's see what you guys have been saying. I appreciate the fact that there is a lot of um, of comments. Okay, let's jump on. Scuds is the first one that I've seen, and he uh, brought the article to my attention. So I don't know if this... They could have been comments leading up to these. I may get them out of order, so apologies, because, yeah, there's a lot. Uh, Scuds says, I would refer to myself as a problem gambler who has had to self-educate on a gambling... Uh, on gambling websites have had an issue with overspending on loot boxes and it was always the same chasing the dream adrenaline it should be regulated somehow there should be commissions to help and it should be age restricted including removing reference to loot box in-game currency for loot boxes for people under the age um tito says uh loot boxes are gambling uh, the u.s definition describes the chance of obtaining something of value it doesn't state monetary value if something isn't of value then it wouldn't exist uh, loot boxes must trigger the same chemical response in the brain as gambling also ea's latest controls surrounding loot boxes are identical to get uh, gambling that says everything you need to know um uh Kalian echo responding to tito's comments about Removing loot boxes won't solve the problem. Removing the element of chance will reduce the uh, will reduce the overall cost, but instead, game companies will increase the base cost. Where you have a chance of spending something one pound, you'll be uh, buying it outright for five pound, for example. See, yeah. I think I think that's kind of uh, kind of <laughs> part of the cost, though. You can't just like go, okay, one quid for a chance. Oh, actually, do you know what? You can buy it for a quid. So it kind of it kind of goes hand in hand that you'd have to increase the base mm -hmm. costs but that's what you get for the guaranteed return on investment yeah. that's what makes gambling so inspiring the fact that i can put one pound or what two quid whatever it costs for the lottery now mm -hmm. and get a million if i was going to guarantee myself to get a million it would cost me 1.5 million or something like that <laughs> we'll give you a million just give us a million <laughs> no but there is, there is no stop in that model there is no stop in that model there, there is no way that you can put a price on something that's going to be agreeable to everyone because all they're going to say is oh that price is too high how do you think someone's going to have a gambling problem you can't stop it by just putting a value like that because who's to say that harland you get a 91 rated card cool five pound no worries i can do that a month later there's a harland card 93 rated 20 quid okay a bit more expensive than the previous one but it'll do well in my team new harland card 96 rated 50 quid okay where does it where does this stop because they'll, the, the way that fifa do the cards is just constant like it's just a, there's always something to do in that whether or not it's an sbc whether or not you're getting your rewards from foot whether or not it's team of the season whether or not it's the the icons whether or not it's the freeze there's always something for them to be able to put a monetary value on whether or not it's be, behind a paywall of a surprise mechanic or that way putting a price on particular players that will get more expensive as the season goes on because they're playing better What's what's the difference that I don't I personally don't think there is one. What in terms of you don't feel there's a difference in in increasing prices going forward for the content. Um, in in no, terms because they're they're still dictating how much something's going to cost. Fair enough, it's not the Kinder Egg surprise because you know you kind of you are getting something out of the end of it, but they ain't gonna the, the price is going to be ridiculous. It's the same as I don't know buying an account for world of warcraft off ebay you kind of know what you're getting but the price is going to be extremely high because someone's leveled the characters up to the the tippity top you're buying a player at the tippity top of the game but there's no price that they can put on that that will stop everyone from buying it see that <clears throat> that's the thing though is is this is where where it starts to get difficult by saying we don't think it's right that's the first step the much, much bigger step is how do you then make it right? What is right by putting a price on a player? 
does every player have the same price or, or so on? Because one of the one of the best things about FIFA is content. Uh, they mentioned within that game, uh, within that article, that they they EA are pushing people into foot because one of their tasks is trying to keep content coming throughout the year, trying to make people see the value of being a part of that game. Um, and you could read that as PR bullshit. Okay, we want people to play foot because all the new content, you also want to make it. Uh, want them to play it because it's profitable but let's take away the that and let's listen to their points they want people to jump into foot because of the content and foot has incredible content um fucking yeah, I, d- I don't know what i'm looking at when i'm watching foot streams i do watch uh, quite, <laughs> quite a lot of them if i'm being honest um and over the last few weeks and months i've seen prime packs prime icon moments i've seen red picks i've seen team of the season stuff coming in now what ifs foot birthdays that's in about five weeks six weeks maybe a bit longer fucking all that content there is shitloads in there so if everything has increasing values of prices how do you do that in a way that you that players can can uh, players being no users we'll use the word users so it's different from players users can get the players that they want without spending ever increasing fortunes because that's difficult video games that have been successful in monetizing their content in ways that give guaranteed returns and investments and ditch gambling activity Ah, uh, Fortnite. Ah, uh, COD. Look at how successful COD has been. But COD doesn't need to provide you a database that has, I mean, how many professional footballers? Uh, I think Pez has like, what, three, 20? It's between three and 20. I know that's a very large ballpark of numbers, but but thousands of players. COD goes, oh, here's a bunch of weapons and a new skin. There you go. That's that's 10 quid, please. And they, they can just give you a small like shopping list of what you will get on your return investment and give you missions towards it. If FIFA did that, where it had, say, like a season that was a month long, you would get nine seasons. And if I, I've i seen nine campaigns in FIFA in the last nine weeks, effectively. So that would squash what they do in terms of delivering content for their in-game stuff. So does that work? Not not quite um so yeah i mean i don't know i don't know what the solution is my what i would say is yes i would like gambling elements to be lifted out of ultimate team i would like to see ultimate team um i don't use the word light because that gets used for quite a lot of things for like stripped down versions but ultimate team um light let's go with it fuck it i can't think of a better word so ultimate team light which is the one for ultimate team junior the one that's aimed at kids where you kind of like uh your kids can play through it and they don't have to do the gambling packy stuff and 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 then you can go for the full ultimate team which is the one that's that's aimed at adults and is put behind the, the sort of like the maturity wall sticking with the word that i used before previously obviously it doesn't just mean maturity um that's what i would kind of like to want to go with but then how do you make that foot junior fun and accessible if you just kind of get in naf guaranteed returns and investments it's difficult it is difficult i don't know what what the solution is and it's i know it's rich by saying it's i don't agree with the gambling stuff i do not agree with the gambling stuff for everyone for children um if you want ultimate team that doesn't have the gambling elements in well that's just tough to i want to win the lottery and sometimes i don't get what i want um but yeah, the, the, having that in a three plus game, I agree with the sentiments that a couple of people said that that's that's not the correct placement for it. I agree. I agree. How did they do that right? <laughs> I don't know. If they knew, they'd do it already. So it's it's yeah. I don't know. I can't answer that question for them. It's difficult. How would they? Um, that's the first time I've ever heard Bibi say tip it top. Respect. Actually, incorrect. <laughs> he says tip it top. Ironically, when he's doing disrespect, <laughs> he's only halfway up. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, don't tip it up, yeah, but I'm halfway up. Like, Think about it. Think about it. We have no idea what they'll be able to do to try and make it better for everyone. As I said, I don't, I don't think there is no cut and dry method to this. There is a lot of people who are advocating uh, child gambling and stuff like that, or maybe gambling habits themselves. That's a good fight to fight. What about the people who don't, who are happy to be able to spend X amount of money? Is it right for those to have that privilege taken away from them? Well, I don't know. Again, I'm playing devil's advocate. I mean, that's the thing. I'm not. I don't think that should be taken away from anyone. I can. This is what I'm kind of saying. Like, the sh- sh- there should be, in theory, and this is. I mean, I will. I can unpick my own suggestion apart instantly. There should be, in theory, the junior mode, which doesn't have that sort of stuff in it. But you absolutely know if you give someone, it's it's like, and the, this is once again a flawed analogy. It's like saying, do you want coke, or do you want like half strength coke? And it's like, I don't. When I mean this, I mean like the the liquid, not cocaine, because mm. you know, fuck's sake. But do you, do, I don't want to say diet coke because a lot of people like diet coke. For me, I don't. So let's go with that. Okay, do you want coke? Do you want diet coke? Well, I don't want another fucking half ass shit. Give me full fat coke, yes, please. And that's kind of like that. You know, people won't choose to watch the foot junior stuff. So is that going to work? Kind of not. But like I said, there is immense value in what foot is. It has led to this huge, huge uh, area of video game marketing. So there's there's definitely a lot of people that want it there. And it wouldn't be fair to take it away from everyone that wants that. But also, I don't think it's fully fair on everyone that doesn't want that either. Like I said, how do we fix that? Don't know. Don't know. Don't know. So I will just leave that problem with <laughs> no you. <one> knows. <laughs> good, good luck, boys. Yes. Uh, Mr. T says there's a deeper educational issue around the games as a whole. Most parents still see games as a thing for kids, but the medium has evolved into something more mature and still is. I would hope from our generation onwards, as we become parents, they are not seen like that and are smart enough to educate our kids. I agree. Um, let me see. Kalineka says, uh, I agree. I kind of agree with that. Parents think that the kids know that this is a game and at some time this game will get boring. So it's like you lose money. I am for and against it. Well, neutral. Uh, no, I think I think that's the thing though. A lot of people are for it and against it in different ways, which is which is perfectly fine because it's it is a complex situation. Um I my my issue, my overwhelming issue, my overriding issue, not overwhelming, is that I do see these behaviors as as gambling behaviors i don't care what game you're talking about i do see them as gambling gambling behaviors across the whole across the whole um would i blame any business for for doing that no because it's not illegal i would like to petition not petition lobby for change in terms of i would like to see it being reflected in law and then then reflected in content until the laws say it i'm not gonna hate any video game company because it's the lawmakers that are are ultimately in charge and if if the laws aren't reflecting it then video game companies whilst it might be morally or ethically uh, wrong it's legally fine so yeah my my lobbying would be at at the at the rule makers make the changes and then force the change if if you can't expect someone to kind of Oh, do you know what? He's going to do the right thing despite, you know, he's going to lose millions and billions of profit because he's a nice guy, nice guy, yay, or whoever. They're not breaking the law. So it's, 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 whilst it's shit, it's shit on them, uh, it's shit for them to do that. The problem is higher. The problem is bigger. I think that's where we need to come down, force it from the top down. Pointing the finger at EA is easy to do. 
and they are making mistakes and and so are a million other brands out there in that sort of sense they're not though they're not making mistakes legally they're not ethically uh, they are so yeah so if, i'm gonna stop i'm gonna we'll put a pin in there we'll, we'll, we'll put in a pin there i'm just gonna jump back up and see uh uh Echo says but the problem is that you can hardly hold the kids from buying in-game things recklessly because you can easily create an 18 plus google account in the internet and they can buy things which you can actually buy for 18 years in games. I mean, if if the PlayStations have been locked down, though, then they will um, stop the in-game purchasing kind of uh, element of it, though. Uh, Ms. Reese says, hey, everyone, how are you today? Good morning. Apologies if there's anyone that's dropped into the stream and said hello. Apologies if I haven't reacted because... There's a lot of comments. There's a lot of conversation. Um, I did see Jenkins. Nice. Good morning. Chuckie, good morning. Um... Kalineko says, I like grinding more because of the satisfaction when you're done with four hours just mining. And oh, I, I get that. I get that. Um, the grinding element does, it's that risk reward scenario, but grinding to get the reward is good. You, that's where you got you got to respect the grind because people achieve it. But there's, it's the balance, though. Grind is a balancing act. There's, if you like the grind to get the reward, then arguably you're not grinding because you are just working towards the reward. And if the reward outweighs the grind, it's not a grind. It's just par for the course. Uh, if the grind isn't worth the reward, then that is absolutely a grind. You're not getting the benefit from it. So why would you repeat that behavior again? That's the kind of thing. Um, uh where did we get to? There we go. But what I always always discuss with my parents is that there should be a class in school which shows us uh, what you can use the, the computer for except for gaming or chatting or looking up videos uh, and so on, says Kellen Echo. Parental responsibility. Yeah, I mean, that is the bit that we've that I've tried to keep away from in this one because that is kind of where we've spoken before. We did... That's where we've had angles... Um, the, the, the angles of the conversations have gone previously. There is undoubtedly a lot of responsibility on the parents does not stop with parent, uh, with the the, the, um, the video game companies at all. I mean, I've showed that in terms of the way that I would rather Chloe spending on certain things or whatever. It, parents need to be involved too, um, but so do video game companies and so does the government. So it's, it's, it's all that, it's all that. Okay, final one. Well, if it's PEG 18, then one, it causes some concern at the point of sale from parent, and two, if parental controls are set up on consoles, uh, they won't be able to play it. Exactly, and that, that's that. Once again, difficult. Can you have eighteen plus content in a game? I don't think you can. So that would just lock the entire game off. Do they have to have a separate game? Do video games providers, first parties, need to evolve too to incorporate that? So difficult. So difficult. <coughs> anyway, thank you everyone for that discussion. We will move ahead now, though. Um, onto, do you know what? Let's 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 jump onto a different form of sport that in involves a ball. Uh, this is something that myself and Viv have been looking forward to quite a bit, actually. And um, uh, it's free. Well, it is for us anyway, in some form or another. Yeah. Uh, if you want to know what we're talking about, it is this. Um, Tom Ivan at VG says, Mario Kart Live Studios Dodge Brawl game will launch on Xbox Game Pass and EA Play. I find that well bizarre, the fact that they don't actually say what the name of the game is in the title yeah uh, but it does in the subtitle full price version of knockout city will cost $19.99 when it's released in may but you can get it free on game pass and ea plays it says just there anyway uh jump into the article 
Mario Kart Live developer VLAN Studios' team-based multiplayer game Knockout City will be available through Xbox Game Pass for Ultimate and PC subscribers and EA Play on all platforms at launch. Releasing on May the 21st, 2021 for PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, uh, Switch, PC on Origin, Steam and Epic Game Store and PS5 and Xbox Series X and S. <gasps> through backwards compatibility, the Dodge Brawl game will support full cross-play and cross-progression on all platforms exhale what the fuck basically you can play on your samsung smart fridge nice um so a limited time free trial will also be available at launch with the game regularly priced at 19.99 players who choose to purchase the full game following the free trial will be able to transfer all their progress According to publisher EA uh, or Electronic Arts, over 1 million players recently participated in a crossplay beta for the game, which, quote, brings intense battles to players as they master the art of throwing, catching, passing, and dodging in a highly competitive experience with joyful surprises popping up around every corner. The title will launch with five starting playlists, six special balls, five multiplayer maps, and one interactive environment where players and their teammates can practice. New York-based VLAN Studios was formed by the founder of Skylanders developer Vicarious Visions. Quote, at VLAN, we obsess over finding new play experiences, CEO Karthik Bala said in February. Knockout City starts with a deceptively simple concept of throwing and catching a ball and layers in an incredible amount of skill, depth and style for a refreshingly fun, competitive multiplayer experience that you have to play to believe. Bib, we played this. Yes. What are your thoughts on the fact that you're coming free to play on Xbox Game Pass, on consoles and PC, on EA Play, across all 27,000 platforms that are currently available for this game? What are your thoughts? I've saved myself 20 quid. <laughs> Me too. Because <laughs> um, I probably will end up playing this on my PC. Um, I've got Game Pass on my PC. I don't know if I've ever mentioned that before. I don't know. Um, but I have Game <laughs> Not that we mention every single show or anything, but uh, yeah, I've got Game Pass on my PC, so I'll probably end up playing it on this one, but I cannot wait for this. We had an absolute blast playing it. It's so easy to pick up. I hate this phrase so much. It's easy to play, difficult to master. I fucking hate that phrase more than anything, but my God, if there was ever a game that falls into that category, it's absolutely this. Like We played it for quite a while, and every single game I was figuring out new stuff like it, when they're launching the ball at you and you're not even facing the right way, when the screens the, the the screen starts to tear and goes red around the outside, it means that there's a ball coming for your face and you better start to block that. So it's 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 definitely a very 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 fun game and I can't wait to be able to play it more. It's actually really good. If you haven't played this game, do you know what? There was a video embedded in the trailer, um, uh, in in the trailer in the article. Let me hit play on that. Uh, this it's, is Knockout City. Yo, it's. I'm assuming we can get away with... Do you know what? I'm going to turn the volume low, but leave the vo uh, the volume on the Knockout City 1 million bit downloads because it's in-game music from the I don't the think it's copyright. It? Yeah. yeah, it yeah. Does, I don't think it's copyright music. Sweet. Okay, well, let's put that on the screen so you can see it. But this is actually an incredibly good game. It's so simple. It looks very cartoony and, uh, like, anime-ish. Not anime, I don't... It's a, it's, it's a very distinct animated style that's inoffensive and it looks not necessarily like a game that I'd be fully interested in. When we first saw this, I think it was, was it EA Play last year? Um, yeah. And I was like, okay, this looks pretty good. Uh, I'm not 100% sure, but do you know, it looks okay. It looks okay. Anyway, played it. It's really good. It looks... Yeah. My issue is 
with games like this that are, are designed to be for children, effectively, I don't mean that. I mean, like, like how, how can I put it? How can I put it? What am I trying to say? Okay, Fortnite is a game that I don't mind. I, it's not the game I play all the time. I don't mind Fortnite, though. But the, the stereotyping for Fortnite is that it's a game for 12-year-olds. Fortnite is actually a game for anyone that wants to play it. Um, but the stereotyping of games that often are look like they're designed for the younger audiences don't have the depth in them to really have the longevity in the legs for older audiences. And that's kind of what I thought this might have the problem with. And it's not at all. You can like the bit that Bibi was saying that cliche of easy to play, hard to master that everyone wants for their games absolutely applies to this because you can you can lob the ball at someone and they can lob it back. Jobs are good and um, but you can lob the ball at someone. You can do like fucking curve shots, drop shots, fucking spin shots. You can power shots up. You can fake shots and uh, there's so much depth to it. It was so fun. I mean, if I was playing mm. this for more, I, mean, I only played it for one weekend, so maybe I'm still in that honeymoon phase of it. When I play this game, which I will be doing because I have EA Play, which is an absolute bargain as well. I mean, Game Pass is a bargain, but EA Play, for one year subscription of EA Play, um, like we got EA Play, I got EA Play just so that me and Bib can play it a way out. That is worth the 19 quid on its own. Knockout City is also 19 quid, so that's 40 quid's worth of games just there that you get on EA Play. Yeah, you only get it for a year, it costs you another 19 quid then, but yeah, I, I should... Easy, easy. One of the best 19 quids I've spent in video games recently, anyway. Um, so looking forward to playing it. I will be playing this. Asim says, fine, I'll try this. Yeah! There we go. There we go. Um, so so if, if there was any doubt, we are not anti-EA. I know we kind of like were saying that uh, there was there was negativity in the first article about one game. But yeah, basically, just just get rid of Ultimate Team and replace it with Knockout City. Jobs are good and nice. Oh shit. In Easy as that. In before packs. No! No! Uh, it's, it's so good though. It's such a fun game. It will be out, uh, is it uh, May the 21st, 2021. So uh, less than a month. Nice. And then we'll be playing this. We will play a lot of this on stream as well. So if anyone does have EA Play or buys the game or has Xbox Game Pass, it's cross-play. And the big, biggest thing there for me, cross-progression. Love that. Love that. The fact that you can start it on your PC and then continue it on your smart fridge and then get out your calculator or whatever it's on on that and play it and continue with the same battle pass progression. Love that. Yes, please. Thank you very much. I will take that. Nice. Um... That, that's a better example. Kalyan Echo says it has the uh, arms and Splatoon art style. Yeah, Splatoon is is definitely more in line with what I was saying. I was saying kind of Fortnite, but yeah, Splatoon. Splatoon's a good game as well. Um, didn't hook me. This this did. Maybe it's the battle style merged with football, i.e. dodgeball, or dodge brawl, as they called it in the title of this. Love it. That's, 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 a, that's a winner for me. Mm. Love that. Um, okay, let's move forward. Big, big resurgence for another game. Um, we did touch on this previously. I assume that will be in the article, but in conversations around the new seasons of Apex, one of the creators basically said you should play some Titanfall. I don't know if that's going to get mentioned in this article, but let's see. As Titanfall 2 sees Steam resurgence with active players up 750 this is written by Andy Robinson at VGC and respawns. Oh, actually, a price discount and Apex Legends tie-in uh, drive surge in concurrent users. Well, there you go. Answered it already in, in the tagline. Um, respawns 2016 shooter Titanfall 2 has seen a resurgence of player activity on Steam with concurrent users up 
by more than 750% compared to two weeks ago. The huge rise in interest around the title seems to be driven by a 75% sale price, which went live on April the 15th, according to SteamDB. The discount saw Titanfall 2's active play account jump 650% in two days, and shortly after, the game broke its all-time record play account at just under 17,000 players. Although Titan 2, Titanfall 2 was released in 2016, it wasn't added until Steam, and, uh, to Steam until last summer. The game's previous all-time uh, concurrent player record was 13,603 achieved shortly after its addition to the platform. The boost in players will also likely have been driven by recent uh, the recent announcement of new Apex Legends season, which directly references Titanfall characters and story points. The Battle Royale spin-off has more than 100 million players, according to EA. Previous Titanfall 2 discounts have resulted in far smaller increases in active players, um, partly due to a tough launch window that saw it compete directly with both Call of Duty and Battlefield. Titanfall 2 sold well, but not as well as Respawn would have liked, the studio said back in 2017. Respawn has previously said it had pushed back plans for new Titanfall games so that it could focus on supporting Apex Legends following the Battle Royale game's explosive growth. And given the continued success of Apex, EACFO Blake Jorgensen implied in October 2019 that Respawn was unlikely to return to Titanfall 3 in the near future. Quote, we'd really want to keep the team hyper-focused on Apex because we see there's so much opportunity there, so I can't give you a sense of if and when Titanfall 3 will come, but it's still a great brand and we certainly won't forget about it down the road. He said, let's end there. Let's end there. Titanfall is having a massive resurgence, 750% increase in active players. Huge, huge numbers. What are your thoughts on that, babe? Yeah, I mean, this is definitely a game that I've slept on. Um, I, I haven't played this. I know Mr. Bamba threatened to kill me if I didn't play it soon because he said it's one of the best FPS uh, FPSs that he's ever played. And that's coming from someone who doesn't tend to play a lot of them. Um, but yeah, this is this. I do need to pick it up, and I can see how, what influence Apex has had uh, in in the first person battle royale scene. The fact that it, it, Apex was born from the way Titanfall was, and now people are going back to play Titanfall because it's linked to Apex. We can't underestimate how much influence Apex has had uh, and Titanfall to the FPS community. See, I would, I would be maybe an unpopular opinion. I would say Titanfall isn't as big a game as as everyone will ex uh, will will claim it is. Let's put it that way. I don't know if that's the right way. Titanfall isn't as big as other games out there. It's a big game. Don't get me wrong. Is it is it a cross market, a full universal game? No. However, Apex Legends definitely was. Maybe the first Titanfall potentially did. Titanfall two definitely didn't capture the imagination. For me, it fell into the same category as other massive games that just didn't do what they mm -hmm. should have done. Gears five was was big. Did it fully take over and win awards and and was talked about for months afterwards and has, has set the bar high of 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 Xbox titles? No, no. Um, Xbox has had a full generation nearly of games that just weren't quite what they were supposed to be. And that's not necessarily fair on every game as well. I think maybe the fact that Xbox was behind in the generation, their marketing arguably is nowhere near as good as it is now. The stuff that Xbox is doing now outwardly is incredible. Um, so Titanfall 2 moved to Steam, had 13,000 concurrent players. Okay, that's quite... That's quite a lot for, for a game that came out in 2016, but not a lot for a game of Titanfall 2's 
size. I mean, I wonder what numbers Horizon... Has, it, has Horizon moved over yet and God of War, things like that? Um, I wonder what they got when they first came to Steam. I bet there were more. Um, but the whole thing that I'm trying to say when uh, wrapping this all up is not to stick the boot into Xbox. It's to say that, okay, Titanfall 2 is arguably a great game. I know at least three people that say it's in in the, the list of best games ever. Mark Bamba being one, um, Jim Butters, who may be in the chat, I don't know, and and, and his twin brother, Martin, uh, who both absolutely adore that game. Um, so professional and personal contacts that will tell me how good this game is. But I just, I just don't hear it as widely. I mean, people that have played it enjoyed it, but I don't hear as many people have played this before. So the fact that there's been a 750% increase kind of gives me a couple of things. Apex is really good and has has done what EA wanted to and has kind of gone big, wide, far and wide, and that has allowed Titanfall to propel forward. Um, so Titanfall has been successful. The 750% increase because there wasn't enough people playing a game that's as good as it potentially is. I'm saying that because I've not played it. For a game that's as good as it is, not as many people played it as should have. So that's one reason why shitloads more people play it. That's why there's such a big increase. And obviously when you're tied to a game that has been successful, then yeah, it's good. So in the same way that we were talking about yesterday... Um, what's not State of Decay Days Gone Days Gone is a game that didn't do very well but had a peak later on because of something outside of Days, Days Gone exposing it to more people in that case it was being uh, added to PS Plus PS Collection Titanfall 2 being referenced in relation to Apex and getting a discount that is their, their PS Plus moment and it's, it's nice to see it it's nice to see it and that could be the thing we were talking about how Ben Studios want to make Days Gone 2 but Sony aren't playing ball this could be the thing that makes Titanfall 3 take a little bit of a step closer back to the agenda maybe Titanfall wasn't bad maybe just the way that it was released was bad if you get what i'm saying does that make sense i think it does i hope it yes. does <laughs> nice um it's all it's also free on ea play via game pass um i reinstalled it last week funnily enough says tito uh the gunplay mixed with inventive uh actually one thing i do, do want to mention as well obviously i mentioned xbox a lot in there obviously the first one was xbox exclusive um the second one wasn't um i know that because i played a bit of it on my ps4 um the reason I pushed with Xbox is just because that's where a lot of the audience and the fan base was, and I don't, I don't feel that the, enough was done to make that break. Whereas, um, what's it called? Apex never had that fixed to Xbox. That's kind of what I was getting at, but I didn't, mm. uh, didn't add that bit in. Um, the gunplay mixed with uh, inventive nature of the level design and mechanics Titanfall 2 so good uh, I'm not sure Titanfall was marketed particularly well uh, says Tito agreed ask him the feeling when you rodeo a Titan and drop a grenade through the hatch I mean that's 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 the kind of thing uh, the people that have played it will tell you how good those moments feel and like just hearing my mate Martin talking about prepare for Titanfall that sort of like like loud voice snippet kind of thing you go ah! like in-game hype moments there's definitely yeah. some cool bits in there i just don't feel enough people enjoyed it so it's nice to see that they are doing now um am i remembering rightly it clashed with a cod release even though that cod was a poor iteration yeah it mentioned that in the article i think it was cod and battlefield or something like that um maybe it wasn't battlefield uh oh, it was battlefield another ea game so yeah 
Yeah, he did. Cod and EA's... Oh, there you go. Asim says it. Cod and EA's own battlefield. EA did it day. Sad. Um, I never played Timefall, so I don't know, says uh, Kalen Echo. Plumrico says, I played the original and it was pretty good. Um, uh, I just know Titanfall because of JT Music. How do you mean? How do you mean? Uh, Mr. Benner Wilson. Hey, hey, how's things, dude? Long time no, no speak. Wagwan. Oh. Uh, the song. Ah, when times for. Okay, okay, okay. I get you. I get you. Um, yeah, different thing. <laughs> Titanfall is a good game, though. It's not a bad game. It's 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 something that I I played on my own pretty much, or I played a little bit couch court when Martin was here and didn't really get into it too much. So, yeah, it's it's a good balanced game it's a good world it's not a game for me though because i've told you i'm an angry old man that wants boots on the ground and that involves not just wall running and not just mech suits but fucking mech buildings <laughs> you're not getting you're not putting a robot suit on you're putting a full fucking robot on. so yeah it's ultimately it'd be something that i could enjoy as a change of pace but it won't be my it won't be my main game um all good thanks mate how's things yeah not too bad not too bad not too bad uh got out into the real world and had a burger last weekend so you know life is returning to normality it's beautiful it's beautiful uh but anyway enough of that let's jump into our last bit of news for the day let me uh take the discussing now down and jump into this one on screen uh ryan gilliam at polygon uh, says new PlayStation State of Play coming April 29th. So that's just two days' time. Focused on Ratchet and Clank. See 15 minutes of Lombax and Robot gameplay. How good does this game look? This game, I mean, yes. I've never really been into Ratchet and Clank. I've not played a Ratchet and Clank game previously, but this game looks fucking exceptional. It really does. Anyway, PlayStation will host a new State of Play live stream on Thursday, April 29th. Sony announced in a blog post on Monday. Fans can watch along on PlayStation's Twitch or YouTube channel at 5 p.m. EDT. Do you know what? If anybody knows what EDT translates to in BST, then feel free to share, because I don't know what time that is. I'm assuming it's <laughs> like late in the evening, 7, 8, 9, 10-ish, somewhere around there, but do let us know. Uh, so the new state of play will focus on Ratchet & Clank, showing off more than 15 minutes of gameplay from the upcoming Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart, which launches June 11th. Sony just published a short gameplay trailer about Rivet, their character previously only known as female Lombax. Rivet may be a Lombax like Ratchet, but she's from an alternate dimension. She is, play uh, she is a playable character in Rift Apart, along with the series' titular heroes. Titular. <laughs> uh, while Ratchet and Clank are the focus of this state and play, we could see more details for upcoming PlayStation games as well. Fans still haven't seen much from Sony, uh, Sony Santa Monica's God of War sequel since its announcement trailer last year for stars. Housemarque's Returnal also launches a day after the new state of play, so it may make an appearance as well. And a number of other PlayStation titles might get a mention at this state of play, like Horizon Forbidden West, Ghostwire Tokyo, or the imminent Resident Evil Village, which you can win by subscribing to the channel. Nice. Uh, Sony will uh, yeah. likely reveal more details about the new state of play closer to the virtual event. Closer to the virtual event? It's fucking two days away. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, if you want to find out more information about Ratchet & Clank, April 29th, a new state of play coming. What do you think of Ratchet & Clank? Rift Apart, are you looking forward to it, Pip? Yes, and I played one Ratchet & Clank game and it was the one that we got given on PlayStation Plus, like way early last year, maybe even been late the year before, maybe 2019. And I enjoyed it. It was good. It was good. I've never played one before that. I think it was to do with the movie tie-in. They give it away. Um, but anyway, really enjoyed it. This looks like it's going to be potentially the first game that we get to see the, the PlayStation 5 use everything that it was intended for. You think? Um, How do you mean by that? So 
using the SSD for them to be able to not have the loading screens and using the full power of the PlayStation 5, shall we say? Because I don't think this is only a PlayStation 5 game in it. It's not. Is it coming out on the PlayStation 4? I believe it's it's only PlayStation 5, uh, and I would say that that is because of the way that they use the rifts to alternately change yeah. location because of the SSD it does allow for that. So, yeah, I would say so. I think so. That's what I believe I think, from previous, uh, I think this previous is probably conferences. the biggest game that we're going to be coming out with anyway. I mean, Returnal does come out like a day after that conference, so like the 30th or whatever it is, and that's... That I believe is a a big step closer to next genish sort of stuff. There's been some preview stuff going around, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I've not read it enough. I've the headlines that I've seen are kind of like immersive environments, good storytelling slash great use of the dual sense controller. I can't tell you how that works. I don't know what it is. So so it's nice to see. Um, it's probably someone pulling back a bow on like a string. Like you can feel the tension. <laughs> someone, Fuck off! <laughs> it's the only example that you ever cut. Um, but yeah. It's it's definitely using more of the innards. So let's just say Returnal, if that gives you a more immersive experience using the DualSense controller, we've only had one game really that's done that. Shout out to Astrobot. We love you. Um, so if Returnal gives you that, I'd like to see Ratchet and Clank giving you that too. But yeah, like, like Baby says, using all of the innards, all of the gibbons, uh, the gubbins even, not gibbons, gibbons is a monkey, gubbins of... Uh, <laughs> of the PS5, using the ray tracing to make it look spectacular, the 4K, 60 FPS plus, um, and SSD working to the maximum to give us all that gameplay. I'm not genuinely, generally interested in games that that are cartoony, to put, for want of a better word. So when mm-hmm. I was talking about not really in, initially catching my eye with Knockout City, but then going past that, this is another one where I used to, oh, look, Ratchet and Clank. Yay. It's kind of like another game that people loved that I never touched was Banjo-Kazooie. Never played a Banjo-Kazooie game because it was that sort of like, it was kind of Spyro and Crash, which I enjoyed at a younger age. But then when I got older, I didn't want to play that thing again. So I instantly, it's preju- prejudices, really. I instantly see that and go, okay, that's just not what I want. But then when I've seen a bit more of Ratchet and Clank, it's like, okay, this is... This maybe is. Maybe it is. It looks pretty good. Stay, stay. Um, uh, yeah, it's a PS5 exclusive. The devs came out and said that it wouldn't work with the PS4's HDD. Nice. Nice. That's what, kind of what I want to hear because then that ensures no throttling in the chasing for next gen. Uh, Tito says we're four hours ahead. So, okay, 5 p.m., which means it'll be 9 p.m. for us. Nice. Cheers, Mr. T. Uh, well, other Mr. T. Mr. T. No, oh, there we go. Um, speaking of Mr. T, he says Terry P. Ratchet and Gary Clank. PlayStation UK marketing sorted. <laughs> yeah, we need, that's it. We'll get we'll get exclamation mark Gary Clank set up. We'll get we'll get get Craig to get uh, Clank and Gary and merge the pictures together. And we'll have Gary Clank. There we go. Um, uh, someone mentioned yesterday. It looks like the first game where the cinematics match the gameplay. Insanely good looking. Yes, see that's a great shout because you always you always kind of see um in most games the cinematics you know when you're watching a video and you know when you're playing a game which is why I really liked Spider-Man because that game genuinely looks incredible when you play it and it's one of the few games where like the cutscene merges in the, into the gameplay and you don't get that that solid hard cut where okay that's me back in the game um even even games like uncharted at times you can see the snap where it goes back to being controlled um just even that smoothly goes into it so if they can do that even nicer with a bit more polish then i'll take that i'll take that 
I'm convinced Graham only plays two games, PUBG and PES, uh, and State of Decay now. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Trilogy. Uh, um, representative of in-game experience. No, it's really not. Just show me the damn game. <laughs> what do you have to hide? <laughs> uh didn't I see that you only recently finished Spider-Man? Yes, I mean, Spider-Man has been on my pile of shame. So I got it on day one. We we got it from um, our lovely friends at Sony, uh, Sony, and we did a launch stream. This is how far ago it was. I think it was our 500 follower um, on Twitch thing. Uh, at the same time, we gave a copy of Spider-Man away and we played it on stream and did the first few hours. So then I went. I then went home to start it uh, on my home PC. So I had to do the first two hours again, um, and obviously I just made it a little bit tedious for myself by playing two hours, stopping and playing two hours, and then at that point I had to stop for whatever reason, and I just didn't come back to it. So I got Miles Morales the definitive, the deluxe edition or whatever, which comes with Spider-Man Remastered for PS5. So I thought, okay, well that's an excuse to force me to go back through that first two hours again. But once I got past that, exceptional. The story on it is is really, really good. It's really good. I now have Miles Morales to go. So yeah, I have not a pile of shame, but a mountain of shame. And the, <laughs> like, think of any of the big PlayStation releases that people have probably played through. Yeah, I own those. Have I played through them? No. <laughs> but I own them. Yes, I do. Anyway, on that bombshell, we will put things to bed. Um, the best game I ever played is Octopath Traveler. There's another one I haven't played. Uh, nice. Uh, I don't know PlayStation, but I borrowed my friends for two weeks and smashed through Spider-Man. It's, it's class. It's class. Genuinely class. Uh, it's so cheesy. Uh, I've written it down like in tweets to someone. I may have said it on the scoop before. Um, but it's so cheesy to write it down because it just sounds like someone that's just absolutely brown-nosing. But I genuinely was sat in the living room playing this game and you're just doing things like swinging on your web past all these buildings, these fucking amazing views. And you, I mean, I'm I'm an absolute weapon that doesn't spend my in-game currency and stuff that's useful, like getting new fighting skills. I spent my money on being able to do backflips and stuff while I'm swinging. That was the mm -hmm. first thing I purchased because why not, obviously? Um, but like just, just doing like, there's a dive that you can do to pick up speed and then a big super swing super high up into the air and I'm doing backflip spins right next to Avengers Tower and it just looks fucking incredible. And I genuinely was saying out loud to myself, this game is fucking amazing. And But when you put, <laughs> when you put that into a writing, when you say, I stopped and genuinely said, this game is fucking amazing. It sounds like one of those, yeah, caught she did Karen sort of tweets yeah. but genuinely did genuinely did it's so so good it looks amazing I'm glad I played through it anyway but on that bombshell thank you everyone for joining us for another episode of The Scoop we have been live for well, quite a while we're an hour and 40 minutes so yeah take off the starting thing we're probably about an hour and a half on this episode which always happens when we start talking about FIFA and loot boxes but it's nice to have the conversation nice to have you all here giving us your thoughts and impressions if you are watching this on demand then there's a lot of thoughts and impressions that have been shared but do feel free to watch uh, to give us your thoughts and impressions uh, you can do it below in social media and stuff but maybe I'll tell you a little bit more about that in just a second a quick reminder that next Monday we will be giving away a copy of Resident Evil Village. It's not out, and it won't be out then either. Um, so we will get your copy booked in for when it does release. The way to get yourself into the hat to win that is just to be a subscriber to the channel. You don't have to sub. We don't uh, ask it for anyone, but the people that do sub, we like to give a little bit of something back. So that's what our loot drop is. Anyone that's a sub and joins our Discord and then make sure your Twitch and Discord accounts are linked so that they can do all of the back-end stuff, uh, you automatically get 
get entered into the giveaway and we will draw that on Monday. So someone will win a copy of Resident Evil Village and some Resident Evil goodies, TBC as well. So yeah, feel free to get involved. Thank you very much. Before we disappear though, we aren't going to come back with any more games. No State of Decay or whatever today because, you know, it's Tuesday. We do work stuff. So today is the work day. There will be no additional streams today, but we'll be back tomorrow with a scoop um, and then some more State of Decay. So if you want to play some games with us on stream, you can join us for State of Decay then. Can I say State of Decay? I think I said State of Decay. Nice. Anyway, before that's Bib, is there anything you want to add? Yes, again, thank you very much for joining us here on Tuesday. We very much appreciate all your thoughts and impressions. But if you want to get involved with the show and help shape it, there's two ways that you can do that. First of all, find us on social media. It's at Ice Cream Uploads across all major social media platforms, as well as getting involved with our Discord. If you are watching this on demand, there is a description at the bottom. Click on there. There's our Discord link. All we need from you is a URL plus your thoughts and impressions. Put it into the scoop section on the left-hand side of Discord. We will then give you our thoughts and impressions on the very next show, which will be at what time tomorrow, Mr. Graham Day? Half past 12. It's not. It's going to be 10, it's going to be 10 a.m. <laughs> 10 a.m. Accurate. Ish, 10 a.m. ish. Uh, the ish, we do have an emote that says ish, as Gary's just shared in the chat. It's because we go live at 10 a.m ish it's not always 10 a.m it's usually a little bit after 10 a.m because we do the work stuff around it so 10 a.m ish just get your notifications on and you will be notified when we do go live if you have been here through today's show and you haven't followed do feel free to press the follow button it doesn't cost you a penny and it does help us out a lot and we love to have you back here so nice we are going to follow uh, to drop a raid on someone else so if you are new here and you would like to sub to the channel but you can't well we can't afford to give everyone a free sub because that would be you know madness but if you do stick around for long enough if you check the channel points there is a redeem a free subscription element so if you stick around the channel for long enough and get your views in then we will give you a free sub so feel free to do things like going along in the raids which we're about to do now we're going to raid one of our friends give them a few extra views and that does get you a few extra channel points uh so yeah would love you to do that stick around for the raid until then have yourselves a fantastic day we'll see you 10 a.m ish tomorrow please remember to stay frosty, stay frosty.